So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day. And we are going to jump right into today's content, which is about keys for monitoring success during recovery. And I wanted to talk about this because I had a uh, a really fascinating conversation with one of my one-on-one clients, which I, I don't really take one-on-one clients anymore just because we've been so busy growing the company. Uh, we're reaching a lot of people and I love working one-on-one. You know, I've been able to work with some pretty um, prolific people, even just in this last year doing some one-on-one work. But this was actually my final one-on-one client for at least a little bit. And uh, we had this great conversation about how to monitor progress because he was wrapping up, you know, we've been working together for six months, I think it is, or something like that. And, you know, he was just asking, like, what what do I pay attention to now that, you know, things are going in the right direction? And, um, and you know, admittedly, his 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 journey was very interesting, a little bit tumultuous. He came like a, like a horse out of the gate, like I was multiple months clean, had a pretty hard relapse, and we've been working through that. And, um, you know, I, I share that because I don't, I don't ever want this to appear like every single person who comes just gets fully clean and they're good to go. I mean, we all know like recovery is a nuanced, multifaceted process and the results are going to vary from person to person. What we've tried to do in our recovery efforts to mitigate some of that dynamic is focusing on principles because the more principled you are in your approach, the more reliable it's going to be over time and the more universal it will be in its application. So, you know, whether you have young or old, rich or poor, people that have done seven programs before or somebody is doing this for the first time, if your approach is principally based, you're going to have a lot more likelihood to make an impact. So that has just been our personal mantra and kind of our mandate. So with this particular individual, it was our final session and he's feeling kind of bummed, you know, because he's like, "Ah, I really thought that like I I had it, you know, and I don't know what I did wrong. And we were just talking about how, you know, it's it's very tempting to count the streaks. And you guys know if you've been listening to us for any length of time, you know that like one of our top rules is do not count streaks. Like one day I'm going to create, I should probably do this sooner rather than later. I'm going to create like the 10 commandments of recovery. And that'll probably be like pretty close to number one is do not count streaks because it's a waste of time. And just because you've gone three months without porn means jack squat. Like your world could be imploding internally. You could be white knuckling it for all you know. And you you would not even know it if all you were doing was simply just counting how many days in a row did you get to mark a big red X on your calendar that you went without porn or masturbation. So we have to be really careful that we're paying attention to the right things. Now, what we know is that external solutions do not actually elicit long-term results. We know that internet filters, bouncing the eyes, upping your spiritual disciplines, and you know, talking to an accountability partner once a week after you've relapsed or every day after you've relapsed is not going to cut it. It's not going to be enough because you are simply running over a weed with a lawnmower. The roots are still there. It's going to grow back. 
to really get results, we must tackle the root issues. And I know you know this, but I'm just trying to set things up a little bit because this philosophy is meant to seep into all facets of recovery, including how we monitor progress. So if you if you were only focused on the externals for monitoring progress, we would only care about one metric. How many days did you go without porn? That's it. That's all we would really care about. How many days did you go without porn? Right? It's an external measure. We installed the internet filter. It blocks the behavior. So how successfully is it blocking the behavior? Well, let's take a look and see how many days you went without watching. But if we do a little bit of digging and we find out that the reason you watch porn is because you crave female attention and you're, you have like a, a paralyzing fear of being rejected. So this is the easiest way for you to be accepted. If it turns out that actually you have a very high stress job and you have not found healthy ways to cope with stress ever in your life. So you have turned to porn and it's become a very convenient substitute for some of the healthier options that are out there. If it turns out that actually you have some real self-image issues, that you're not a very confident person, you have a lot of insecurities and you know you need to confront them, but rather than confronting them, it's much easier to just escape and numb with fantasy and masturbation and watching porn on a regular basis. Well, guess what? Now we have some internal aspects to the problem that we can start to pay more attention to. It's not as easy to calculate metrics, okay? So this is not a very sexy approach to recovery. How do we know that we've improved in, you know, how well we manage rejection? Well, it, it's not empirical, okay? Like they're not numbers that you can just throw into a spreadsheet. However, uh, we can pay attention to, uh, number one, some internal metrics. So for example, one of the best like praise reports that we get from people or breakthrough stories, praise reports. Sorry, that was my inner pastor that just peeped out there for a minute. Um, one of the uh, the breakthroughs that we share in our group coaching calls uh, or one of the best ones that we, that we get to hear is, you know, um, I used to encounter XYZ and it would cause me to be triggered and to relapse. But just this last week for the first time or maybe it's like for the seventh time now, I've encountered XYZ and I haven't even felt a craving. That is like one of the coolest praise reports we get. Why? Because it's an indicator that internal change has taken place. And this is what I mean. When you want to monitor your progress, if you really want to pay attention, what you want to do is you want to look at, you want to look at your behavior patterns and how your internal response to them has changed. How, how have your thoughts and reactions? You know, there's this girl at work I find her really attractive. Sometimes when I see her, it starts to trigger fantasies. And lately I've been able to just walk by her. We make proper eye contact. I can look her straight in the eyes, appreciate the value that she has as a person and carry on undistracted. Like what an incredible indicator that a transformation of the heart has taken place and likely is taking place. So when you when you approach recovery and you're trying to identify like, is what I'm doing really helpful? Is it really moving the needle forward? This is what you want to pay attention to. So there's two steps to this, right? The first is you actually have to get clarity on what the underlying issues are. If you don't get clarity, your recovery efforts will be more or less futile. I wish there was a nicer way to say it, but you have to be crystal clear on what issue are we actually solving. 
So that means going through a process. And we this is where we specialize. We, we have tried to become the best at tackling the underlying root issues. And there's four particular areas where they tend to exist. The psychological, the emotional, the spiritual, and the social. And so if you can identify where they are, you can start to get some clarity on the solution, understand it better, and then use your knowledge of that area and of your history in that area to target or to calculate rather how much progress you're really making. So when people start to report these internal shifts, we say, good, good, keep going, keep going. Like eventually you will start to see that reflected in whether or not you're watching porn. It may not be instantaneously, but keep going. And so if you, um, there, there was a guy, um, I'm actually going to look this up while I talk to you guys. There is a guy that did, um, 40 X, the four disciplines of execution. It's one of the coveys, right? Um, I just completely, completely forget four disciplines of execution. Um, and this book talked about, sorry. Yeah. Sean Covey and Chris McChesney, uh, excellent, excellent book. And in this book, they talk about lead measures and lag measures. And lead measures are the things that you are monitoring directly because you can tell um, these are the things that are going to push things forward. And lag measures are the resulting effects of those efforts. And I think what happens in recovery a lot is we get these things reversed. See, your streak count should actually be your lag measure. It should just be the resulting metric that you don't really pay attention to. But with time, you start to notice, oh my gosh, like I'm going, I've gone, I used to slip every three days. Now I slip every five days, six days, every three weeks, every four months. Like it starts to expand and extend itself. And we're going to talk about that in a minute because that's a really important part of this. But the tendency is to focus here. But really, if you focus on the internal aspect and the growth there, then the lagging effect that the kind of the resultant byproduct is that the relapses are fewer and farther between. Now, just to close this thing out, let's talk real quick about what you can expect. I think really healthy recovery, I shouldn't say really healthy recovery. Our, our prototype for recovery is that you would go from, if you let's say you were watching porn three times a day, that you would um, incrementally go from watching three, three times a day to once a day, to once every couple of days, to uh, maybe a couple times a week, to once or twice every couple of weeks and then to you know maybe once a month and and so on and so forth but recovery is not actually a linear process in fact recovery tends to be a very up and down sort of sort of trajectory but what happens as you start to dial in on some of these internal measures that for you that you know you're going to need to focus on what starts to happen is you hit an, an inflection point where things start to really take off. Because again, going back to clarity, once you are clear about the things you really need to focus on, the things that for you specifically, okay, not just men in general, but for you specifically are going to move the needle forward and you start to get momentum going, it's the snowball effect. And so again, it it might appear to be linear at first where it's like, yeah, you know, I struggled every three days. Now it's every four days, big deal. But then it's every seven days, And then it's once a month. And then it's like, oh, I've only done it twice in the last year. Like there's this, at some point you will hit an an inflection point. We see this in all of the people that have made a full recovery. It, It started off with kind of this seemingly linear trajectory. But then 
as they kept going and the momentum carried through, eventually, boom, it just takes off like a rocket ship. And that could happen very early on. You know, we've had guys do the program and they don't they don't turn back from day one. Like they hit their inflection point early on. Usually that's because they've been doing other stuff before that has got some momentum going and we're just able to throw gas on the fire. And other times you have people who maybe it's six, seven, eight, I don't know, 18 months in before they actually hit that point. Like we, we can't really predict what exactly it's going to take and when it's going to happen. All we know is if you get clarity on the root issues, you focus your efforts there and you measure your success in that area, the, then the rest will take care of itself. It's just a matter of time. So guys, honestly, if I think about it, this is probably one of the most important episodes I've recorded in the last three months. And this is episode 358. We do this every single freaking weekday of the week. And I can tell you with pretty good confidence that this, this episode will actually really help you in the recovery journey if that's something that you're on right now. So pay careful attention. It's only you know 14 minutes long, whatever it is. Go back and listen to it again if you need to. But in the meantime, guys, much love. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.